Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. What? You know... It's a happy hour, but it's a it's a shouty. If you don't vote after this happy hour, I don't know what to friggin' tell you, people. I mean, yeah. I mean, this is going to be uh, Jamie Harrison, DNC chair, yep. and Malcolm Nance, yep. author of they want, author of They Want to Kill Americans: The Malicious Terrorists and Deranged Ideology of the Trump Insurgency. He called everything that was going to happen. He did on January sixth, before January sixth. Yep. I don't know if you remember his first book, The Plot to Hack America. Uh-huh. You know when that came out. Before the 2016 election. Yep. The plot to hack America yep. by Russia came out before it happened. So uh, he's America's early warning system. He is. He is Nanstradamus. Yes. And, you know. <laughs> I started listening to the audio version of his book yesterday at the gym, and it scared the crap out of me. Yes. It scared the crap out of him. Yeah. Saying. This, that's what he should say. The book that scared the shit out of Malcolm Nance. By <laughs> Malcolm get, Nance. I'm getting my muscles on, though, in he case they He should change the title come. to This Book Scared the Shit Out of Me. Okay. And then Chairman Harrison with an equally dire warning that this is, you've got to, democracy yep. is on the ballot. You need to vote. Time in, to vote. Right? In, in uh, uh, November. So uh, I, don't, I, I don't want to tell you. You're going to need to drink for this happy hour. I'm just going to tell you now. <laughs> All right. But enjoy. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery Starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. 
No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Hello. Do I have four jingles or three? Four. Four. Yeah. Four. Jeez. Yes. I mean, I hadn't heard that one in a long time. <laughs> well, you know, only people that pick up arms and go defend Ukraine. That's right. <laughs> um, well, I, that's my pleasure. Uh, Malcolm, I don't know if you heard that. The uh, What's his name? Van, am I saying this right? Van Tatenhove, the yeah. uh, former Oath Keeper that testified yesterday. I literally said to Travis, I'm like, I felt like I was reading out of Malcolm Nance's book. His yeah, him, talking about civil war, him talking about what could happen next, the ongoing insurgency. Were you struck by that, too? That, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's just absolutely ironic that this guy testifies on my book launch day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And look, you know, I, 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 I went out. I was up in upstate New York. We had a big discussion about this book uh, on, on, on public radio. And I'm going to be honest with you and your listeners. This book is terrifying. It's terrifying, but it is critical. Everyone understands what they're up against here. And that's part of the problem. People are, you know, spend more time paying, playing Candy Crush <laughs> and not realizing guys like this are out there planning, buying ammunition, preparing for civil war. And if he hadn't been arrested, I mean, I don't even think he was particularly, um, you know, particularly chaste over what he did on 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 the yeah. revolution on, you know on well, the insurrection I, the part where he said we need to stop mincing words it was an armed revolution i mean i think the parts where you saw all the people online and what they were saying reacting to donald trump's orders it, it's exactly what you've been saying this is a you know civil war this is an ongoing insurgency I, yeah I, well yeah. you know i'm gonna i'm gonna break my arm patting myself on the back again because <laughs> no one else is going to do it I said this on November 6, 2020, two days after the election. I was on real time with Bill Maher, and I said, Kumbaya, you want gloom and doom? I'm going to give you gloom and doom. There won't be any Kumbaya, right? It will be insurgency. And an insurgency is a series of insurrections and a political campaign and a military and terrorist campaign to destabilize the government. We're deeply, deeply into the military. I'm sorry, the political campaign. The Republican Party has become an insurgent party. They no longer care about governing. They are there to destroy. And it's only a hop, skip, and a jump to guys like the Oath Keepers to start killing people on the basis of that. Yeah. Well, that I mean, the fact that he was talking about, I worry about of the upcoming election and what this ongoing insurgency I thought was chilling. I mean, you know, here's another point. Stuart Stevens, former Republican, 
said, just remember, almost every Republican didn't want America to learn what we are learning. Uh, And no Republican leader has said they will not support Trump if he's the nominee. These are not patriots. These are men, and they are mostly men who care about power, not their country. Mark Elias said, please don't forget that not a single Trump official spoke out at at the time to say Trump should concede. It's good they are now, months later, admitting under oath Trump was unhinged, but their public silence at the time was an enabling form of complicity. If you wonder how we got here, right well this is you know and i write extensively about this in this book if you want to see the transformation of the republican party uh there's a chapter in there about how you know they sort of tried to control QAnon, and QAnon consumed the party the beliefs that liberals are fundamentally evil that they must be eliminated that they should be killed that they should have people hung in the day of the noose where they go around, you know, that, by the way, was a was a scenario that came from the guy who wrote the book, The Turner Diaries, that yeah. Timothy McVeigh used to blow up the Oklahoma City building, where they go around and they were going to look for Jews and liberals and whites that supported blacks and hang them from street posts. Right. That was part of the plot to kill Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Plan A was to hang Democratic lawmakers out of the sides, out of the windows of the buildings. When they say they bought that scaffold to the Capitol as a piece of performance art, I have no doubt they would have hung Mike Pence from it. They would have killed him. And we are at the point where our political opponents here mean us harm. And I, I don't say this lightly. You guys know, you've been hearing me shout for two years now on this. This is a serious situation. You need to buy the book and read it. It's not a talisman. It's not going to protect you unless you get the words inside. Yeah, and by the way, Malcolm, all of these Republicans knew, not just the 10 that they named that were directly involved in this yesterday, but one of the most chilling things I remember is Adam Schiff talking about to us is that he said um, a Republican colleague on January 6th said to him, you have to hide. They they know who you are. Mm-hmm. Like like right. you said, anyone they recognize, be it Pence or Pelosi, you know, Romney, anybody right. that they could have recognized, like Adam Schiff and a Republican colleague knew enough to say you need to hide. They they if they see you. Right. Yeah, absolutely amazing. This and, you know, I, I, I was talking to uh, Michael Cohen on his podcast the other day and um, I was talking to him about the scenario that Trump was going to come to the Capitol and parade down into the well of the house and be appointed dictator. Yeah. And he wanted this. He wanted the Secret Service to take him there so that he could go into that building and take control of American democracy and eliminate it right there to kill it right there in the well of the house. This is dangerous times. He intends to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even worse, if Donald Trump, God forbid, um, you know, were to have one croissant too many at Mar-a-Lago and keel over, you've got the DeSantis's out there that are willing to pick up this mantle and motivate people to kill. And someone asked me, how come you didn't call it American, you know, Americans want to kill Americans? No, I want you to see them as they. Yeah. I want you to think, who is they? And it's very clear, they who want to kill Americans are your neighbors. Yeah. 
And by you the way, you can't tell them apart in many instances. Lawrence Tribe made a point. I read a tweet earlier this morning, Malcolm, saying that he's been hesitant to use the word, but that Joe Scarborough is using it and it is correct to use the word treason. That this is yes. the overthrow of the United States government that we are seeing attempted here. And it, I was so struck by your book, your first book, mm-hmm. about you know warning us about Russia and and who were the three Bannon. Stone, Roger Stone, uh, what's his, who am I thinking of? The, uh, Flynn. I mean, these guys, because they got away with all this and got pardoned, they're available again to keep committing treason, <laughs> right? I mean. Absolutely, Paul Manafort. Yeah. You know, I mean, just this is just absolutely ludicrous. This is all going to happen again. And here's what I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear you liberals calling me or seeing me on the streets doing what you're doing now, which is going, Malcolm, where can I buy a gun? What kind of gun should I buy? Where should we train? I don't want to hear that. All of you who come up to me and say, I'm sick of hearing you say we have to vote. That's the only weapon the Constitution affords you to change the laws. And you can be dang sure your political opponents this November, they're not only going to change the laws, they will end your laws. Look, women have less rights than a firearm right now. Less rights than a firearm. That's insane. I'm overseas and they think we're crazy now. And we are because we have we have mass shootings and murders all of the time. We have now we have cops that are immunized by the Supreme Court saying they have no obligation to actually go and save you. Yeah, I mean, it's, well, it's ludicrous. And Malcolm, what's we just had a caller right before you came on. That I'm like, this is an orchestrated campaign to divide Democrats. He's like, we have weak leaders. Biden's weak. I, I'm like, this is exa- this this whole should Biden run in 24? This is all to divide Democrats before 2022. It reminds me exactly of 2016. This yeah, is- and, and who are these Democrats? Who are these Democrats that would prefer to destroy the party? What, you're not getting something? Is there some specific thing you're not getting? You know, gas prices going up. This is the greatest period of economic growth since Barack Obama. Yeah. We are recovering this, you know, this this country. We came out of a pandemic. People are still dying. And the selfishness of some of these extreme progressive liberals, all right, who, who have to, everyone has to pass a purity test. Here's the purity test. This nation's American experiment will end this November if you do not get going and motivate yourself. It's not about Joe Biden. It's about George Washington. It's about Jefferson, Adams, Lincoln saving what we have. And I wrote this book to warn you the other side is not only armed, they're organized and they have a plan. And by the way, to your point, they want to kill Americans, the ongoing insurgency. Yeah. Uh, Congresswoman Pramila Jayapal called the police over the weekend to report uh, people outside her home using obscene language. Uh, the man was arrested on suspicion of a hate crime for threatening to kill the congresswoman. When officers arrived, they found the man standing in the middle of the street with his hands in the air, a forty caliber handgun holstered on his waist. A neighbor Uh-oh. told police she heard the man yell something to the effect of, go back to India, I'm going to kill you. Uh, the man lives within a half a mile of Jayapal. Um, he got his bail was set at five hundred thousand dollars, but prosecutors unsuccessful in filing for an anti-harassment order to protect Jayapal. I mean, as you keep saying, this is ongoing, this insurgency. Yeah. Well, this isn't about making someone uncomfortable enough to eat a steak. All right. Yeah. Uh, you know, which I think every person has the right to free speech. 
they have the right to interfere, you know, to communicate their thoughts in the public forum, so long as they don't threaten or bring firearms, which the Republicans, by the way, they protest with firearms to give you the inherent threat that they could mass murder you. Yeah. That's why they protest with, that's why they come to these rallies with lots of guns. Right. They, they understand the value of that. There's only one thing that defeats that. And it's in the book that I wrote about it. That is your massed people power of voting. And, and if you don't believe this, if you're not working your friends and families, then everything that I write in that book is going to come true. And by the way, for those of you who have read my other books, you know, I generally end on a, you know, a constitutional happy end note trying to give you some hope. I do not end on hope in this book. The last phrase in this book should terrify the heck out of you because it came from a cop, yeah. right, who yeah. was planning mass murder. Yeah, absolutely. Malcolm, what, just wonder what you're most struck by so far by the J6 hearings and what you're uh, looking forward to. I mean, what, are, have you been shocked by any of it? And, and what's your, just your, your general reaction? Well, not a lot of it has shocked me because I wrote, I mean, you know, I wrote, finished this book a year ago. Yeah. And everything that is happening is uh, I had written about and had predicted. What I, what I, what's not shocked me is the, the and it's almost like this is just, Get it on paper. This is a fact-finding mission. I am not seeing anything come out of the Justice Department that would let us believe, lead us to believe that they intend to do anything about this other than the basic convictions that they have of the intruders. You know, but they're at the Steve Bannons playing games with law firms about what he will and what he will not say. People taking the fifth left and right and no consequence whatsoever. That has shocked me more than anything. Well, you you know, people are like, oh, civil war, like, you know, should we prosecute an ex-president? I, I think, I don't see how this country can heal if must we prosecute th- this former president. Absolutely. We have to have accountability. You know, and here's the kicker. Uh, for those of you who, who, who've bought the audio version of my book, there's an there's a, there's a audio extra in there, uh, an epilogue, where I talk about, all the gear and equipment that I wore in Iraq and in Ukraine, my body armor, my helmet, all this stuff. And then I realized the people who attacked us on January 6th were wearing this exact same equipment. But I'm trying to defend democracy in Ukraine. They came here to destroy American democracy. Yeah. Trapped in the clothes and trappings of the, you know, the special operations commandos with their, you know, big McDonald's six packs next door. Yeah. And you're not a cosplayer. You are the real deal. And you tweeted, I've donated most of the advance to the international legion for new cars, ambulances, and medical equipment. Let's be best. Once we hit number one, launch it for the legion campaign. We'll start to raise a million dollars for vehicles, anti-drone and non-lethal medical items for American and uh, Intel men and women. Um, I'm so happy you are home safe, Malcolm. Let me say this, Steph, one last second. Um, we are actually in a campaign to raise resources for the Legion. Non-lethal. We do not want, nobody needs any weapons over there. But, you know, drones uh, and these pickup trucks that we use as ambulances, we get bombarded all the time. We have casualties all the time. We had a guy die because we couldn't get him off the mountain in 45 minutes because we had no pickup truck. So, you know, right now, if you're inclined to donate, yeah. you can go to tapestry.org. That's T-A-P-S-T-R-I dot O-R-G. Hit the donate button and your money will go straight to non-lethal support for the Ukrainian International Legion. And it's the only time I have ever asked for money, 
ever in the seven years that I was on on Twitter or on on air. But now is the time for all good men to stand up and help out the 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 fight for democracy overseas As they, while we fight it here. What was that? Here, what was that site again, Malcolm? Tapestry. T a p s t r i dot o r g. Like the fantastic Carol King song. Well, no, it's with an i. I just with an i at the end. Okay. Right, not not with a y. Okay, so, thank yeah, you. that's very different. So t a p s t r i dot. Yes. yes, as they taught us in our typing class, now is the time for all good men to come to the aid of their party. Yes, I said typing class. Shut up. I'm old. I took okay. typing class too. Listen. I had typing class. Yep. Listen, what I got. Two spaces after a period. I will die on that hill. <laughs> Wait, uh, they want to kill Americans. Let's get this to number one on the New York Times bestseller list. This is how Absolutely. much I love Malcolm Nance. I was tricked into this book event which i was told starts at six but it starts at 7 p.m out here in los angeles <laughs> thursday july 20, july 21st i will be moderating uh you get to meet malcolm nance uh yeah. there oh, will be around tonight, in cities around the country yeah go ahead tonight i'll be at the 92nd street y in new york city Sweet. with ellie mistel seven o'clock oh ellie mistel hello a bigger name than mama okay i'll be i'll be i'll be holding down the la fort when malcolm gets here yes. july 21st so i i cannot wait to see you honey and uh, just so happy you're home safe. All right, thanks. All right. All right, get the book. Buy his book. Buy his book. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's ask Chairman Harrison what's next. What's next? Good morning. Well, it is always good to see you and be with you, Stephanie. Thank you so much for having me on. I think last time I was on, I was in Florida, and now I'm in Texas. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, well, when I say I'm sorry, we just covered the story of, uh, you know, Texas suing the Biden administration so to allow women to die in abortions. I mean, the, the federal government just trying to say to save the life of the mother, we have a duty. And so Texas suing to make sure that, what, women get to die in yeah. Texas? I don't know how else to say it. Listen, you know, I, I live in South Carolina. I grew up in South Carolina, and I couldn't think that, you know, you could find a state where you had worse leadership yeah. than uh, the, one, the leaders that we have in South Carolina, McMaster and Tim Scott and Lindsey Graham. But then Texas does it bigger. And yeah. <laughs> uh, Abbott is a disaster. We all know about Kane Cruz and, and uh, the walking disaster that he is, and Cornyn has no backbone. Uh, this is a state where the AG, the lieutenant governor, remember the lieutenant governor in this state was uh, when COVID hit, was, he was a guy who said, well, we should just sacrifice our seniors. 
we should just let them die so that we could save the economy. I mean, these people don't care about the people here in Texas, uh, and they don't care about women and women's rights. And we've seen it time and time again. They don't care about voting rights in the state. And that's why it is so needed for a sea change in leadership here. And, uh, you know, hopefully with Beto at the top of the ticket, we could see uh, that that uh, what I've heard my entire life, the sleeping giant. Yeah. Actually, I just heard someone say, and again, you know, his uh, lips to God's ears, but that, you know, Uvalde is uh, sadly a game changer, that they really feel like Beto, it's Beto's time. Um, Liam on Twitter said, and I'm sorry, it may sound harsh, but standing around in the hallway while children are shot in the next room is exactly what Republicans have been doing for 40 years. I mean, this Uvalde thing, I think, blew up every, you know, good guys with a gun argument, all of that. I mean, it just, there is no other way to say it, Chairman. If we want sensible gun legislation, you've got to put enough Democrats in. It, it is, you have to. yeah. You have to. I mean, from women's rights to voting rights to just having safety and security in terms of being able to go to church and to school or, 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 or go to a supermarket without being a, a, you know, fear of losing your life. I mean, we should all be able to have that freedom in this country. And right now we don't. Yeah. You this week you are launching Defend Choice Week of Action um, to mobilize supporters, engage voters across the country to call out Republicans for opposing abortion rights. Um, this is gonna so you're putting some TV ad buys. Mm-hmm. Tell uh, tell us about this. We have this really great TV ad. You know, a lot of people have been saying for a while, oh, let's start with TV ads. Well, folks, this is a this is a great one to to really start this off. It's a new TV ad across the country that shows. Uh, Republicans, in their own words, how extreme they are on the on on abortion, yeah. that they want to ban abortion nationwide and make no exceptions for rape or incest. In essence, these people are celebrating the ripping away of freedom uh, from half of America's population. Uh, and so uh, we also did digital ads and lifestyle publications so that we are meeting people where they are. Uh, and this week, and I'm telling everybody, if you know, Let's do more than just, you know, get on Twitter and all. Let's get organized, folks. Go to defendchoice.org, where anyone across the country can find out how to get involved, how to get us uh, organized. How do we take this country back and make sure that we uh, give women back their their rights uh, to control their own bodies? Um, you tweeted new Navigator survey polling finds 24-point drop in GOP favorability with independents and 10 points overall. This is a very significant shift in a short period of time, more confirming data that the national landscape is becoming far better for Democrats. Uh, you know, I think you, like most of us, you more so, just it's incredibly infuriating just having had the mainstream media and pundits declare for how long now the Democrats have already lost the midterms in a landslide when, you know, and again, I don't want to get happy. It's all about turnout, as you know, but in, you know, race after race, whether it's Senate race or whether it's Democratic enthusiasm polls, it it, it is, that is just not the case, is it? That that we're looking at an inevitable. Yeah. And, And, you know, and I'm so tired of the pundits who think that they know, but they don't know because we are in unprecedented times. There's, I I know that we've used history and here are the historical trends to determine what happened. But what historical trends can determine what is going on right now? Uh, January 6th was like something we have never experienced in this country ever before. Uh, And we are finding out more and more information every day on how close we came to a coup uh, performed by the Republican Party. And so, uh, you know, Roe, 
ripped away for the first time in 50 years that we have eroded a right of, of American uh, citizens. And so these are unprecedented times. And I think if you try to use uh, what happened in 2000 and 2004 and all to, to really give you a blueprint of what's going to happen in 2022, um, you're smoking some powerful stuff. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, I this is the thing I keep saying. When people, you try to talk to people and they go, oh, I don't do politics. I'm apolitical. And I always say, if you don't do politics, politics is going to do you. you you're going to, that's the, how do we wake up that half of the country that just doesn't vote, that doesn't pay attention? How do we get to them to how dire our situation really is? I think the responsibility really falls on all of us to, to because listen, we know those people. Many of those people are in our families. They are they're our coworkers right. or they're our neighbors. And it's incumbent upon all of us. There's only so much that I can do, right? There's only so much that we can uh, run ads and all because you know people don't watch TV ads all the time. Sometimes you know they they record their things and they fast forward through the ads. They throw the mail in the trash can. They you know yeah. yes, we have to do all of those things because some people do. But the people that we really need to wake up, those are the folks that they are only going to wake up. They're only going to go to the polls when the people that they trust, the people that they love, and that means their family members and their friends, go to them and tell them and help to explain how grave of a situation we are in right now in this country. Yeah. And we all have that responsibility. Take not only ourselves to the polls, but four or five of our trusted friends and yep. family members yep. who normally would not go but to take them to the polls as well. Yeah. Uh, get I, them in, uh, educated and organized on this. Yep. I want you to know that I never throw out your emails. I Because I have your personal cell phone number, I always assume <laughs> it is a letter just to me. You see how judicious I've been with that. I've never asked you what you're thinking about, what you're doing. Okay. <laughs> Chairman Harrison, always a pleasure. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Take right. care. All right.